I'm Kyle. Okay, here's where y'all are so wrong because y'all are idiots. And I'm Drew with a U. As the boss of this podcast, I'm going to say... And I'm Handsome Drew. Oh, I was not listening. (laughs) That is very apparent to everyone on the podcast that you were not listening. And this is not... And this is not... And this is not... This is not the podcast you deserve. Welcome to episode 84 of Not the Podcast You Deserve. This is our now streaming episode where we talk about stuff that we've been watching. Guys, I watched a lot this week. Um, but as soon as we finished uh, recording our uh, our Nick Cage Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent episode last week, I was just feeling Nick Cage. <laughs> so I, I went and watched maybe the greatest movie of all time, Con Air. And I I think I think everybody needs to go rewatch this movie <laughs> because it is incredible. There are so many unbelievably fantastic performances in that movie. And the worst of them all is John Cusack. And I really don't know. I think you could maybe cut that whole thing out. And it's still a great movie. I get why they did it. But man, that movie is so much fun. And about 10 minutes in, I was like, no, no, I'm right. This might be the best movie of all time. I love that we've done a Nick Cage bracket. And Con Air wasn't the best one. And now you're coming in with a hot take that it's the, not only the best Nick Cage movie. That's because you all messed it up, not because of me. It's the best movie I fought hard of for all Air. time. <laughs> it's so good, dude. Listen, John Malkovich's performance in that is, is incredible. Any movie with Dave Chappelle, I'm, I'm here for. Yeah, for a brief moment. For a, He's never made a bad movie. A, <laughs> uh and then uh, I think I uh, I caught one on HBO Max that's been like on my list for a long time, and I just never got around to it. Um, Oblivion, starring Tom Cruise and Tom Cruise and, Re- and Tom Cruise. Rebecca, nope, yep, that's not Rebecca Ferguson. Couldn't think of her name though. Uh, that's not bad. You know, it's a Tom Cruise movie. He's like uh, he's a military yeah. trained guy who doesn't have to listen to anybody's orders and flies by his, the seat of his own pants. A, goes by his own rules and it turns <laughs> it's not bad and there's yeah. and there's a lot of him yeah the adam yeah uh isn't morgan freeman in that mm-hmm uh it was interesting um which i don't think i ever heard about it when it came out and as far as tom cruise movies go you know you could do a lot worse i don't know how much better you get from oblivion but there's definitely worse yeah, ones which you really oh, yeah Tropic Thunder and uh, oh, that's a great one. Uh, the original. Top- I actually really do like that one where he dies a whole bunch. Uh, yeah. Edge of Tomorrow. I, I actually enjoy that one quite. Emily a bit. Blunt, um, mm-hmm. but he's he's great. Uh, in uh, I, I mean, we talked about well, all of these in the running podcast. I don't feel like I need to do these again. Well, Nick Cage is great. Tom Cruise is just in movies. Wow, wow, <laughs> that is a hot opinion. It's smoking. I Which, can't even touch it. So, <laughs> so I watched that one earlier this week. Um, and then for Mother's Day, uh, Drew Allen and I were in the same home celebrating this, the same woman who is a mother. And her favorite movie of all time is Top Gun. So she wanted us to watch Top Gun with her. And I feel like I've been putting the emphasis on Top Gun weird. Um, so I'd like to stop that. <laughs> Top Gun. There it is. Um, and, uh, and so I saw Top Gun for the first time in probably a decade. 
probably closer to 20 years, actually. Um, and it, that movie is terrible. You're it's wrong. so bad. You bite your tongue. <laughs> no, no, it's really bad. No, it's not. Um, that it is more 80s than I think I realized. That's fair. Every line that was written was like, oh, this is going to be so cool. Everybody's going to think this guy's awesome. And and we do. It's, it's and we not. did. <laughs> They're not. No. And we still do. <laughs> That's what I wanted. I really wish I could like go back in time just to be like, when people were walking out of the theater, like, did they bite at each other <laughs> like Iceman <laughs> does to be like, oh, that guy's cool. Don't mess with him. Or, and, like, I hope his teeth are uh, <laughs> Yes. But this movie, like uh, watching this with my little sisters and... And their husbands and Drew, I, f- I threw you in there with my little sisters and their husbands. I feel bad about that. Okay, I understand. And, and my grandmother and my mom. Um, it, it became a couple things that came apparent to me. And there are different types of people who like to watch movies. Um, some people want everything, you know, like quiet and silent and be like locked in. Other people like to, you know, have kind of a discussion as the film goes on. Uh, but my little sister, who will not be named, who doesn't listen to the show. I didn't know this about her, but she is the most annoying person to ever watch a movie with because she asked questions every 45 seconds. And it wasn't like it wasn't like stuff that like you needed to ask, because if you just sat and you watched 30 more seconds, like your question would be answered. But I, I the whole movie should. Oh, my gosh. Is he going to be OK? Oh, what's going to happen to the plane? Oh, where, what, what's what's going to happen next? And it's just like, dude, like that point of the movie <laughs> is to watch it. It's like if you wanted to read the Wikipedia synopsis of it first, then have kind of like a, a general idea of what's going on, then like yeah. that's cool too. But that drove me absolutely insane, and I almost strangled my baby sister <laughs> on Mother's Day. So, uh, but one question she did ask that I thought was a, a valid question was why is Tom Cruise wearing jeans while playing beach volleyball? So solid. And I thought that actually was the best question and a valid one yeah. at that. Because mm. so. people thought it looked hot. And uh, here's the deal. It just, it just was hot. It just, <laughs> like, just temperature-wise. Like, you don't wear yeah. jeans at the beach. Yeah. Like, you just don't do it. Yeah, ever. No one does. <clears throat> yeah. My favorite part of that whole scene is that uh, he knows he's late for a date that he worked really hard mm. to get. And he's just yeah. like, I can't leave this heated two-on-two rematch of male volleyball. Totally heterosexual where, male volleyball. Where, let's be honest, we're probably going to play again tomorrow. <laughs> There's really not a ton to do on this military base, and it seems like they mm. play volleyball a lot. And they're yeah. like, oh, come on, Mav, just one more. And he's like, ah, ah, okay, I'll do it. And it's like... Bro, your priorities are out of whack. And that <laughs> is why you get your partner killed. Honestly, I can draw a direct line wow. between <laughs> I can draw a direct line wow. between his judgment of skipping wow. that date and getting his partner killed. Uh, I think you're misremembering the movie a little bit, but I'm I'm for you. I can't believe we let him be the greatest fighter pilot the US Navy's ever known. It's the thing, he wasn't even close to the first best. He was like the fifth best and then Somebody quits and somebody dies and all of a sudden he's, you know, whatever. And then all of a sudden Russians are involved somehow. I don't know. But he was that movie's a mess and a half. It's terrible. Inverted. Inverted. Thank you. I, yes. I would love if Top Gun 2 starring Miles Teller becomes the same exact movie as uh, 
like Tom Cruise just takes on the J.K. Simmons role from uh, it's not Footloose, but Whiplash. 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 I don't know why my brain kept going to Footloose, but I knew that wasn't correct. But if no, just... Miles, you can't dance in here. This is the U.S. <laughs> Navy. <laughs> no, I uh, I think seeing that movie again as an adult. Uh, yeah, not good. Not a good movie. Um, and then I do kind of feel bad because I, I do feel like we ruined Mother's Day a little bit because discussion broke out like halfway through, right around the volleyball scene actually, about whether or not this movie is a metaphor for pent-up homosexuality or if it's just a movie about fighter pilots. And I feel like my mom did not appreciate that, which was my fault. So, yeah, I'm sorry, Mom. Uh, <laughs> Drew Allen, besides Top Gun, you know, you've been watching anything? I don't know how to recover from that. It's incredible. Uh, no, I, I, you know, it was interesting watching Top Top Gun. How do I pronounce it, Kyle? Top, top, top Gun. You, you take the space out of the middle. It's just Top Gun. Top Gun. <laughs> um, I did not get to see anything else other than the movie that we are about to break down next pod, and I cannot wait. I just absolutely cannot wait. Because I know I've got a couple Marvel fans in here, and y'all know a ton. Kyle, you do your research. I can't wait to hear all of the things that I missed. And I'm sure that there are <laughs> millions upon millions of multiverses of things that I've missed. I am going to save my time for the next pod, and I'm going to uh, forfeit my time to Crawford and throw it your way. Thank you. I, I respectfully take the time from my esteemed <laughs> colleague from the state of Texas, uh, and I would like to use this time to talk about a couple things that I have been the floor. watching. Thank you. <clears throat> Firstly, I talked about last week uh, Moon Knight and the mm. penultimate episode that came out. Uh, mm. Now the ultimate episode, I guess. The, mm. fi- the final. Yeah. Why is it the penultimate and then just like the finale? Like... Is the finale not pen also finale. just not known the the ultimate? I think or the I pin. Pin ultimate supposed to be above <laughs> ultimate. It's like the ultimate, but I, I may be wrong on that. Really, Let's spend really. thirty minutes trying to figure out this dictionary term. I wish somebody here knew English better than I did. Um, <laughs> we do vocab- podcast, not English teach. <clears throat> my vocabulary is. Strictly for five-letter words now, because I only do wordles. Um, <laughs> if if you get to six letters, just I probably can't even pronounce you. Um, anyway, Moon Knight has now finished up, and I really enjoyed the season finale. I was a little sad that it was the shortest episode, uh, because there was some great action going on. Um, there was some cool CGI as well. And did you guys see it? By chance? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, I do love that Disney made a new Falcon character and made them cooler yeah. than Falcon and did it, yeah, in, did it in nine seconds. They made, <laughs> they made a cooler character than uh, Eddie Mackey's Falcon that has had now, what, four movies in a franchise series? First off, his name is Anthony Mackey. Secondly, oh, okay. he has a shield now, so back oh, off respectfully. Oh, okay. Sick. <laughs> that show sucked, dude. Nobody with a shield. No! Nobody with a shield ever loses, so. Well, we're going to get into that next episode, too. That is that is wild yeah. that you just said that to Top me. Top Gun is like nine times better than Captain America. Oh, uh, no. Or Falcon Winter Soldier, whatever. Um, 
You can so, do this all day, Kyle. So that's the thing. <laughs> I can do this all day. Um, but yeah, I thought the last episode was really fun. Uh, I again, I'm just floored by Oscar Isaac and how amazing he is. Mm. Um, but yeah, I laughed at when uh, his wife turned into the Egyptian Falcon, and I was like, oh, she's already better than him. I want. I can't wait for that spinoff series where they like battle it out. And she's got, like, Egyptian god powers. And it's like, ooh, I'm better at this thing. Yeah. I'm sorry. What, what, I would like to know why the goddess of, like, nursing or whatever families or whatever the hippo was, which is embodied by hippo, why the avatar for that has wings. I would like to know hmm. what Egyptian storyline where hippos have wings. Uh, I, like I think it's the birds that. that fly into the hippo's mouths and, like, eat out of their mouths mm. maybe it's like an ecosystem type thing i don't know i'm shooting from the head right. here haven't really thought that. about it yet but I, it's better than what i got, can make an so. argument for it okay. um hippos actually are like one of the most deadliest creatures on the planet just so you know that's a fun fact that's for free take that with you be afraid of hippos everybody goes home at night and they're like <laughs> oh hippos are cute and cuddly oh i had a stuffed hippo when i was a kid no you didn't um hippos are terrifying and you should be afraid. You should be more afraid of them than you are like of tornadoes, unless What's you live like on? in Oklahoma. I don't know. A hungry, hungry hippos. Uh, the greatest game ever, and we should play it more often. I agree. Uh, Bring it back. Yeah. the uh, The other thing I've been watching a, a lot of. Uh, also, I saw the new episode of uh, Halo when that came out. The show is slowly devolving and getting worse and worse. I'm, I'm really, I'm really hmm. upset about it. They hooked me with the first episode. Uh, they gave me everything I wanted with uh, the fight scenes and everything. And I was like, okay, I have hope for this. And then they were like, also, we're going to try to make a really emotional story out of this. And there's going to be like half the episodes where Master Chief's just like not in them. And you're like, what did you think people wanted from this show? <laughs> yeah, that's weird. What, what focus groups did you run this by? Because <laughs> I'd like to submit my name and fix them. Um, Firmly so, disagree. Yeah. Uh, and that was mainly it. I I was in a wedding this weekend, or my wife was in a wedding, so I was like around a wedding, I should say. Uh, so I didn't get to watch a lot of things. <laughs> I have still been watching a lot of Critical Role, which I highly suggest to all the people out there. If you've ever been interested in D&D at all, watch Critical Role. It's very fun. Back, back to Moon Knight real quick. Um, did, you, uh, did you have the same feeling that I had where I, I, I it, maybe it was for the best? But I definitely wanted more at the end. Yeah. You know, like I felt like in a six episode uh, series entitled Moon Knight, I feel like I got to see Moon Knight for somewhere like mm. 10 maybe cumulative minutes mm. out of the close to six, uh, you know, the close to six hours. Um, and I guess that's a good thing. That's way better than being like, man, don't need to see that character Too again. Much Moon Knight. I'm more like, I want to see him now. And I want it to be now. And the fact that they didn't give us Jake Lockley until the end credit yeah. scene felt... I can't tell if it's genius right, right. storytelling and, and writing that they let us piece together that Jake Lockley is the one who asked the girl out for the steak dinner. He replaced the goldfish for some reason. Like I am I'm so caught up on the goldfish. <laughs> I want to know why he had to replace the goldfish. Um, he's the one who killed all of those people yeah. so terribly. Yeah. Like... Is it genius or is it lazy slash cruel for them to let us piece that together and not show us mm. any of that stuff? I don't know. I have mixed feelings yeah. about it. I, I really say, liked it. Sorry, go ahead. 
Now, I'll say my takeaways from Moon Knight is that for the longest time, I've always been interested in this character and always heard kind of rumblings on the sides. And it's always been described to me as Marvel's Batman. And I find that to be so reductive. Like, there is so much more to this character than just... Yeah. Like, I get, I get why you would describe the character that way. And I get the parallels. But it's almost like they took... Batman and they made some more specific choices and added some stuff to him, which you could argue is better or worse. But I agree with you, Kyle. I do want more Moon Knight. And in the comics, he actually was a billionaire yeah. uh, who had an alter ego okay. where he wouldn't fought crime in there. Yeah, and they distanced that, which I thought was a great well. Move they they kind of reference it uh, at the end, like when he pulls out in the limo with the uh, license plate Spectre on the back. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, mm-hmm. they're kind of making a nod to. Mark Spector, this like giant billionaire who would have crazy car like this. Yeah. Um, I don't know that that's where they're taking the character ultimately, but yes, he he is a crazy rich billionaire recluse that lives in a mansion in like a Gotham type city and then fights beats the crap out of criminals at night. Um, <laughs> as far as the dynamic between Jake Lockley and piecing that together, I actually like that they didn't <clears throat> layer him in. Uh, because it really let you sit with the dynamic of Stephen and Mark Spector and let that be a natural development of their relationship. Yeah. Um, it really lets you focus on that. And then I think now that that groundwork is established, if they do choose to do a second season or a movie or whatever, you now have a new dynamic of Jake mm-hmm. Lockley, and you don't really have to force it that hard, right? You don't have to be like, oh, yeah. he got hit on the head, and now a new personality developed. Uh, it's been there the whole time. They just laid little Easter eggs to to get you there. And that's what I really don't want to do this again, where he's figuring out who the third personality was and them coming to grips to each other. I really hope the next time we see him, whether it's a movie or a TV show, like he can still be split personalities and like dealing with it. But like, I don't want to have to go through him discovering the third one and mm-hmm. you know all that stuff. Like we know where point B is. Please get to point B. Yeah. You're a crazy person who kills people and, and has a smart mouth. Like, for it. Get there. Now. Yeah. Because I, 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 I think it's great. I, I think if they do a second one, a uh, season or movie, I hope that it it shifts from emotional kind of drama of these two characters, of like emotional discovery, and just goes on full Deadpool. Uh, where yeah, yeah, that's all we and want. And like, they just right? like, you yeah. know what? Now that we've established this, the second act's a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the... It was a show for a... It was a show for a more mature viewer um, yeah. between all of the heavy stuff they hit, not just killing people violently, but also the emotional trauma that the main character goes through and deals with. But also, they don't connect many dots for you, and they make you connect them on your own, or you will miss yeah. them. If you notice, like, in the first episode, there are lots of what seem to be throwaway lines that end up showing back up three, four, five episodes later. Yeah. Um so it was really, you could tell they took their time with the writing. They did a great job with it. Uh, it just left me wanting more. And I guess that's not a bad thing. It's better that than the other way around. Yeah. And then one movie I know that all three of us went out and watched this past weekend was Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And we're going to be talking about that next episode. We're going to start off with a spoiler-free review. And then we're going to bleed into the spoilery review. So, if you haven't seen the movie, or if you have seen the movie, feel free to press play next. <laughs> 